What is up? Welcome to Culture FC, the weekly soccer show that's not really about soccer. We cover lifestyle, music, fashion, politics, all the things surrounding the beautiful game, just none of the stuff going on on the pitch. My name is Louie. My name's Aggie. And this week, we got into a whole bunch of different topics. We talked about an update on the Neymar rape case. We talked about English hooligans being English hooligans in Portugal for the Nations League final. We talked about FIFA Vice President Ahmad Ahmad, who A, has a phenomenal name, and B, got arrested. Brilliant name. And then we also talked about FIFA doing good things, like finally committing to invest money into the women's game on the back of the success so far of the Women's World Cup from this year. And then we actually went into a couple of predictions from the Women's World Cup. So stick around for that. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you're subscribing to our podcast on any of the different podcasting apps you can find us. Or if you prefer a video version, we do post the video version of this podcast every week on our YouTube, so you can check it out there. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review. Uh, We want to get better. We want to make this podcast better for you guys, and we can't do that unless we know how to do that. So leave us a review or even send us a DM or an email letting us know what you think we could do better. We We always love it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. You can follow us on all of our social medias at Trouble Soccer, as well as on our YouTube, which is also at Trouble Soccer. That's enough of me rambling. Let's jump into this week's episode. Alrighty, guys. Well, let's uh, let's jump into this bitch, huh? Um, so. First thing I wanted to talk about today was to give everybody a little bit of an update on this Neymar rape case because um, after last week when we recorded, I think just a couple of hours later, shit started to hit the fan. Yeah, and so much the next day. Literally the next day after we recorded last week, stuff just started going crazy. And then like the episode came out Wednesday morning and stuff had already happened. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. awful because yep. it was like, <laughs> crap, we're already back on this, but whatever. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to it. It's still pretty relevant, actually. But yep. uh, the summary is this woman uh, accused Neymar of raping her after he had flown her out to Paris to have sex with him. And it was this giant, massive thing. Neymar had released a video on IGTV talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. So what came out last week? <laughs> well, a video surfaced of the woman who accused Neymar of raping her basically trying to seduce him in the hotel room, and then she just starts to straight up hit him in the face. Yeah, like, bombard him with, like, punches, kicks, everything, really. Just straight up assaulting him. And it was really strange because of the way that the camera was set up. It was like she literally took the time to meditate on it, think mm-hmm. about it, set up the camera somewhere, and really try to, like, catch him. Like it, It's safe to say it looks pretty planned. It was very, very weird. And then so... That video leaks and it's all over the world, right? Yeah. Like everybody is, is is seeing this. It's crazy. Basically, what she was trying to do was have him revolt and like hit her back so that she had some kind of like evidence of him assaulting her. Yep. But yep. from the, the clip that I've seen, he just basically goes, what the fuck is going on? Puts his hands up and mm-hmm. like tries to defend himself because she's like attacking him. And it's crazy because there's one more where he kind of puts his leg out to say like, get away from me. It's, it's not a kick. It's- He's... Yeah. I would not call it a kick. Nope. Let's go. This man is a professional footballer. It's not a kick. He can kick very hard. Yes, but it's a clear attempt of pushing her away. And she tried very hard to say that was assault. That was him kicking at her. And I just think it's a stretch. It's cl- it's a clear attempt of him saying, "Whoa, what are you doing? Back up! You're like you're swinging at me." You know what I right. mean? Right. Which I'm sorry, if you're a man, it's one of the it's one of the few things you can do that I think is okay. 
kind of put his foot on her and used it to push her back, but not like like didn't shove her. Yeah, just kind of used his foot to get her a couple a couple feet back from him. Right, and the now way she I couldn't saw hit it, him. he kind of like was in a ball in a way where yeah. he just put his legs up because it's the only way to put some distance between. Honestly, him if and anything, her. nailed kind of like a bitch. Let's be honest. He kind of turtled. He kind of just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then used his foot to get to, to get some space between them. Right, and so basically after all of that happened, the other thing that also happened around the same time is the fact that Instagram actually took down the video that Neymar yep. put. Yep. And as it turns out, there's a law in Brazil that basically uh, the easiest way to get to, for you guys to understand it, it's basically a revenge porn law. So you know how like sometimes like you see mm-hmm. like people, like a, a woman would cheat on a guy or a guy would cheat on a woman and they would upload like their videos yep, like as revenge porn yep, or whatever. Yep. Like that was really bad in the, in the US a couple, like about a year and a half, two years ago. Everybody was talking about it for whatever reason. In Brazil, someone, this woman got her personal info hacked and had a bunch of her videos exposed on the internet. Um, and so Brazil made a law that it's illegal for you to post intimate photos of someone else to try and basically stop that yeah. from happening. So then Neymar was implicated in this law because he straight up exposed all of their text messages, all of the nudes, literally showed the world everything. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we spoke about it last week about how it was basically the only way he could kind of save his name at this point. It was his only... Like, the reason he did it wasn't because he was trying to, like, get back at her, but it was the fact that she's a woman. Everybody's going to believe her story, and so she's proven yeah, yeah. guilty. And so for him, like, that's a huge hit on his brand. This is the dude who has, like we said last week, the second biggest soccer brand on the planet behind Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep, yep. And so it was just a move, it was a retaliatory move because he needed to protect his name. Like, it's the dude's reputation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he put that out there knowing it was any wrongdoing. Clearly, he didn't know the law, clearly, and that, that in itself was a mistake. I'll admit that. But it, I don't think there's any malicious intent behind putting those, putting all that out. He clearly blurred out what had to be blurred out. Yep, that is true. You know and I mean? I mean, even if he did know it was against the law, it was still his only move. It right, doesn't right. change the he, fact that... He could have blurred more. I'll say that. He could have blurred yeah. more for sure, for sure. But anything that absolutely needed to be blurred was blurred. Right. And it was interesting because he was, up until early last week, he was at the at Brazil's training complex in Brazil at the Granja Comari and... Uh, cyber crimes division officers yeah. visited the training center where they're all getting ready for the Copa America. And then he had to, he was interrogated by police there. Uh, even Chichi, the manager, had to come out and like defend him in a press conference. Stuff was literally kind of just getting crazy. Around the same time that this video is released of her assaulting, of this woman assaulting Nay, she sits down for like a full primetime TV interview that was like, taken by basically every media company of brazil and just like put out there so like this is like big for us in the states because even cnn was reporting on this yeah but what you have to understand is that this is what is dominating all of south all of brazil's media and a lot of south america's media like this is something that is so massive and i feel like here in the states because we're not so in love with football in terms of like if, if comparing it to like other countries in the world we're almost like, yeah, it's a big deal because he's a big sports star accused of rape, but he's not, Neymar isn't the biggest celebrity in America. Like, no, we could just no. be pretty, like, he's, he's, not, he's not, he doesn't even rank in the top probably 50 of the top biggest yeah, celebrities in America. Yeah, probably not. In America. Probably not. But it, imagine if, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a tier one celebrity, like LeBron yeah, like, James. Let's pretend, like, it's essentially like the equivalent of if LeBron James was accused of raping someone and then yeah, all of these yeah. things happen with LeBron. This would be dominated and spoke about by every single news outlet Absolutely. forever. Now that should bring a comparison. And so this just like stuff just like won't go away. And then 
this is already awful, right? This is all really, really bad stuff. And then one of the media outlets in Brazil acquires documents that prove that Najula, uh, this woman who has been accusing Ney of, of rape, was apparently dropped by her lawyers. Not once, but twice, twice. now. She's on her third representation now. Her first lawyer uh, basically claimed that he dropped her as a client because she changed her story. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what happened was when she went to them originally, she said that Neymar only assaulted her, like with with like physically, not yeah. raping her, not anything like that. Which is there's it's two different levels of severity. Yes, and so at first it started off that he assaulted her, and then they went out and reached out to Neymar's dad and had a sit down conversation with everybody, basically like hey, we're going to press these charges. Do you want to settle out of court? And they were like, no. And that was the complete end of it there. That was the last time her first lawyers still had contact with her. The next time they found out was two, I think like a week or two later when she filed the the rape report and they realized it and were like, wait "Wait a second, what? what? And so they dropped her. She gets a second pair of lawyers Mm -hmm. and they drop her too. And apparently it's because she said that it was a mutual drop. I don't think it was. She said that she felt that the lawyer didn't believe her. Okay. But she, yeah. she said that he felt like she he felt like she thought that he, the lawyer thought that she was lying. Which if, if you hire a lawyer and they don't believe you, I mean that's, that's already a pretty, pretty bad. bad sign. And apparently her third lawyer that she's on now of the reading is to the point where he's like, you need to produce some real evidence, or they might drop her too now, because she's saying these allegations, but she has no proof of it. Not a single bit of proof. She thought this video would 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 be it, and it's not. It's not enough for any lawyer to take this case and go through with it. Because I mean, it's a name. You know, it's, it's a name. You're going. You're going after. Yeah. And then shit just seems to get worse for Ney because then Brazil goes to play their last warm up friendly or they their first warm up friendly before the Copa America against Qatar, and Ney lasts 21 minutes before suffering another injury that is going to keep him out of another major tournament again in his career so the past two weeks have probably been the worst two weeks for Neymar in his life oh yeah and I thought that the worst two weeks of Neymar's life were many other times like Mm -hmm. that time he hit the supporter recently or that time that he broke his back in a world cup six uh five years ago or the time that literally a million other things happen and it's just like it's it's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I <laughs> not been lucky, dude. And so then Ney has even been losing advertisers. They've all suspended their ads with him because of these rape allegations. Yep. So some of the biggest companies are now pulling ads because they're just like, oh, we don't know what's going on. And so we have to like figure this out. And not to mention Ney has lost the captaincy for Brazil, not playing for did, Brazil again. Did Danny fucking Alves? I, I get it. He's a longer serving current Brazil player, but I don't, I, I don't know. Quick side did you like that appointment, Danny Alves? Out of everybody there, okay, do I like it in a vacuum? No, because I don't, I don't think he would be the best fit. I don't find him, he's a leader by example, I guess, but not really as like a, I'm going to captain this team the way that I think Thiago right. Silva is exactly. and was. Exactly, I feel like Thiago Silva should have been the captain. So I think that Chichi was playing this politically, so right? So here's what happened. He needed, he probably needed a reason to get rid of the captaincy from Nate anyway after he had given it to him last year. Yep. They had tried that whole rotation thing and it wasn't really working out. So then Ney fights that fan, yes. and then he, Chichi goes, okay, well, I got to get rid of the captaincy <laughs> now. Like, I have no choice now. You just slap the, slap the taste out of a fan's mouth. Right. And then 
he probably looked at Thiago Silva and was like, I could give it back to Thiago Silva, but I've already taken it away from Thiago Silva. Yeah. So that doesn't probably wouldn't have flown. It wouldn't have been nope. a good thing. Like, yeah, Thiago Silva's there, so they're probably all cool, but now it's like we all in my opinion, Thiago Silva is and should be the captain of Brazil. Undoubtedly. I, agree. I, agree. I don't think there's anybody else who fits that mold. Now, he kind of just went with Danny Alves because he's the oldest, most experienced player. He's played for Brazil for so many years, but but then back to the whole Neymar thing, really. The, my, my question is, do you think that this injury could maybe be a blessing in disguise for Neymar? I do. Right now, I definitely do. Everything that's going off, going on off the field is clearly a distraction. There's, there's no way you can play a major tournament and not have that distract you even a second. And even if it does distract him for one second, take away from the ultimate goal. It's bad, you know what I mean? Like, you cannot tell me that you have these allegations, this ongoing court case going in, you can't be affected by it, you know what I mean? Right. So I do, in the weirdest way possible, I think the injury for him is a good thing. For Brazil, not so much, you know what I mean? He's a star player, he's he's by far the best player on that team. (laughs) Now, Willian's in the squad, wearing number fucking 10. It just hurts to hear it. Yeah, yeah, that that hurts. I remember Chelsea fans, so... Just being honest here, the the man is not Brazil number ten material. I know, no. um, but yeah, overall, I, I think it is a good thing, dude. Now he can focus on recovery, and it's not. It, luckily for them, it wasn't a bad injury. He'll be back in four weeks. Yeah, just in time for preseason with PSG, and now he can. Fl- it's gonna be one of the first times in a while that he's had a time to have a full preseason with PSG, get ready to go, and hopefully have a full healthy season. Because when's the last time this man made it through a whole season? Like it's been a very long time. Yeah, he's, dude, he's a, he's an absolute star. You know what I mean? Top five player when he's fully healthy. And he just can't make it through a season. He gets kicked and hacked and just can't make it. It's so funny because I was talking to my mom about this. To give you an idea of how much this has stretched, my mother doesn't know anything about football. <laughs> she, she like, she's Brazilian. She followed her, like a team when she was younger. She probably understands there's 11 men, 11 men, ball in the middle. They chase it around, right? Yep, I get it. Yep. My mother she does knows not the basics. know. She knows the basics. She knows the basics, right? As most any Brazilian person does, right? So this has gone to such a massive point that I had a very long conversation with my mother about this. And her thing was like... And by long conversation, she means he just spoke and she probably was a nice mom and listened. No, she was the one talking to me about it. I'm telling you, this is so big that my mother has now have formed an opinion on all of this. Your mom is... Wow. So my mom looks at me and goes, Neymar's an idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I wanted to like, and I was like, at first I was just going to dismiss her because I'm yeah. like, my mother doesn't know anything and about I'm football. For, and honestly, anyone with that opinion, I don't fully blame either. I get it because you hear the allegations, you see everything's going on, and you, your first reaction should be sympathy for the victim. I get it. You know what I mean? But once you dive into the details, as I'm sure you did with your mom. But here's the thing about my mom's argument. It has nothing to do with the details. She looked really? at me and said, why is he getting himself involved in these situations? And if you think about it, why is Neymar getting involved in these situations? I understand that yeah, you can't necessarily true. preview this. You don't know a crazy right, chick right, who's right, texting right. you is going to become crazy. But like, you never really met her in person. You just That's know her via text. You You're Neymar. You have you always have sketchy people trying to go after you. You're one of the biggest, yeah. like globally, maybe not in the US, you're not top 50 uh, celebrities, but globally, you're one of the most famous people top on the 10, planet. Top 10 on the planet, I'd say. So it's like... You're you gotta be more careful with this stuff, man. I agree. Like, I why? Agree. Like, it's just it sucks, right? And I, I saw this meme that really pissed me off earlier this week, where they were comparing like Brazil legends of the past about how the old Brazil legends they like all did this stuff, but they still won stuff with Brazil. And I wanted to be like, but y'all don't understand when when Homadi, when Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, 
Kaká even, when all these players played for Brazil, there was no fucking social media. Yeah. People's lives weren't scrutinized to the point that they are today. Exactly. Neymar You, you cannot tell me that Ronaldinho with social media would not have been a problem. Ronaldinho with social media would have probably been exiled from Barca within a week rather yeah. than stay the amount of years that he did. Most likely. Homadio, like, like if, Homadio, if social, oh if social media exists when Homadio was around, the dude would have never made it out of Brazil. Yep. He would have never won yep. a Ballon d'Or and would have never done anything. The dude looked at his coach one game and said, "Hey, if I score as many, can I leave early to Carnaval?" And, and did it. And, and did it. Did it. <laughs> Scored. Said, "Hey, sub me out," and got on a plane and left. Like, you, you gotta like, you can't. It, Neymar is a product of his generation, and in terms of all these other Brazilian stars, he is pretty chill with the shit that he's done. You know what I mean? Like he. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I do agree that he is a dummy. I think that he's a he's a big idiot for getting himself in this situation. I do feel for him because no one deserves to have this happen to him, especially like he he now has that he now has his entire life exposed for the world to see. And some people would argue, oh, but he's an athlete, he's a celebrity, like that sh- that comes with yeah. the territory. But not to this extent. It's tough because it's such like a muddy situation. But geez, man, like. Uh. And I was excited to see him in the Copa America too. Like I know he was gonna finally have a tournament yes. where he could be the protagonist. The stakes weren't super high, mm-hmm. and it was gonna be like if you win this, this is great. You'll be the best team in South America. Small steps, right? You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Uh, do you? So my question to you is: Do you think this derails his career for the future? Because I've been getting worried. This How past old week. is? Hold on, before I get wrong, he's what twenty seven. He's twenty seven years old. He was no. born in ninety two. No, I don't think it derails his career. He's more than 92. Damn, he's close to me. Wow, I'm old. <laughs> so, um, because no. think about it, right? He's had all of these injuries kind of piling up. It seems like he gets hurt That is what we're going to say. That. If, it's one of those where if that foot continues to be a problem, I don't ever think we'll see Ney hit the peak that he could hit. I truly think that in two years, he could be the best player on the planet. But it, if this, it, it's his right foot, you know what I mean? It's his dominant foot. I mean, he clearly can use his left just fine. Let's be honest, it's goddamn Neymar. <laughs> but if that foot continues to be a problem, if, I think if he even gets one more slight injury, I mean, at this point, it seems like any bad tackle on that foot is setting him out. Him. And he's, the way he plays is with the ball to his feet, dribbling, and inviting, out, anta- yeah, antagonizing defenders flat out. Yeah, He invites these challenges in the hope that he beats you and leaves you for dead. But when these challenges miss and get that foot, this and is what like, happens. Yeah, for months. I I don't think this. I hope this doesn't re- derail his same, career. Same. I can totally see it derailing his career pretty easily. Yeah. I can see him Honestly, never recovering. Back but, to going back to your question, the fan in me and the the Neymar fanatic is saying no, it won't. But the realist in me is thinking these injuries are piling up, man. Like and like with his mental space not being in the best spot, like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It gets, like, yeah, I guess the point where. He's so suck up on being a celebrity, and he's obviously he's obviously very good. You know what I mean? But it's getting to the point where he needs to bunker down and worry about himself and his body. If and he focus wants more on football, in my opinion, exactly. If he wants any sort of longevity in the sport, because he could be he could be a star that dies out at thirty thirty one if he doesn't take care of this this injury. Like it's yep. going to keep haunting him. Yep. And it sucks because I, I just looking back on everything, and you know. He was at the height of his heights in 2015. He had just yeah. won a trouble with Barcelona that he had made. He was a part of one of the most historic forward lines in history. Like they scored how many fucking goals between them, and it wasn't Dude, like it he was wasn't insane. contributing. Oh, absolutely! They, it was like one third, one third, one third. Yeah. It was wild. Uh, I'll say it was a like half Messi than 25, 25 because Messi is another planet. That's true. Okay, so more like yeah. I mean, either way, whatever. They yeah. all scored 
an I, insane I think, amount. I think every single one cleared 30 goals. I think so. I think so. If not just a little bit I think the three of them combined scored over 100 No, they together. did. The three they of did. them yeah, combined scored over 100, but I think each one scored four, 30 goals at I, least. Definitely. Something like that. I'm very confident. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm very confident saying, yeah, that's right. I could look it up, but it's not that important. Anyway. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Like, and the thing is, he went to PSG, and everyone was like, "Okay, PSG has a star now. Like, this man could take him to Champions League." And he just goes down. Every, like, and it's not his fault. He's not getting the chance to take him where they need to go. You right. Know what I mean? And he's just not. You telling uh, me, Nay, you tell me, name that in that Man United game does completely change that? Absolutely. Man, Nay running no at Ashley Young, man. No chance. <laughs> either either leg. If Neymar played, Man United would have been dead in the dust we would have never even faced barcelona without like without True. a doubt if True. we played neymar like if neymar played either of those games it would have been done yeah um but i hope it doesn't derail his career i can easily see it derailing his career both from the mental standpoint and from the injury standpoint but it just sucks every time like i just hope that he's the kind of person who will take this and legitimately learn from it and come back stronger and like just stay off of social media stop being a celebrity whore just fucking <laughs> Just go relax on a beach somewhere and clear your head. Yeah. Go on a retreat. Go on like a mental rehab and then come back much better than ever. Make sure this stuff gets cleared. Go cuddle with your sister and be okay. You can come back. You'll be fine, dude. Just like. <laughs> but draw the line at cuddling, man. You guys, <laughs> you guys are getting weird. <laughs> We see you on We see the comments you're leaving on her page sometimes. Oh my god, I was gonna send you. I was gonna send you a screenshot of the one she posted. Dude, I saw her like post the whole thing and they, like he, he said thing like like thank you so much for my love and like me and my mom. It's like it just like, it seems man. weird. Ugh. Like I get it, it's your sister. You do love her as a sister, but it sounds weird. Okay, it, just the way he's worded. I'm like, you need to take it back a notch. I'm just glad both you and maybe, I saw that and thought the same thing. Yes, yes. I literally was like, maybe maybe shoot a text out, man. Yeah. Like, stop <laughs> writing on social media where we can all see. And all the hearts he's putting in there, I'm like, listen, man, I have a sister, and I promise you, if I thought I love her, I love you and nothing more. Yep. It's not to it, my yep. love with all these, I don't know. Mm, yep. I don't know. But all right, I think uh, that's basically an update. Who knows where this story's going? Mm-hmm. Who knows where it's going to end? Hopefully uh, we'll have part three next week. Maybe. Honestly, it's, it's getting kind of crazy. It's like a soap opera. Uh, what's the next twist? I don't even know. I don't even know what to expect The next anymore. twist, she's a man. Oh, and that's Lord. why they started fighting in the hotel room. Yeah, but that wouldn't be normal. That would be normal for Brazil. Dun, dun. <laughs> It happened with Ronaldo. He was into transvestites. It took me a second, but I made that connection with you said it. I was like, wait, it's normal for Brazil. I was like, oh, now my guy, Ronaldo. (laughs) He did do that. I choose choose to black that memory out. I I like to think it was a bad dream when I heard about that. Oh, man. But all right, moving along to the next little bit of news we're going to cover here. Uh, Over this past weekend was the Nations League final. This glorified friendly tournament. That was actually pretty cool. It was. I Woo. quite enjoyed it. And the Dutch loss. Let's go. Not that I have anything against the Dutch. I was just done with the whole Van Dyke Ballon d'Or. Yep. Propaganda. Very much done with that. Yep. So, Gilson, if you're listening, fuck you. Big fuck you, buddy. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was interesting is that England supporters were rushed by riot police inside the Nations League final fan zone. So, you guys may have seen these videos. And my first thought was, English supporters will never change, will they? Because it seems like every couple of years we'll get a video of these of these English hooligans acting like crazy people during England games. 
England supporters have a history of clashing with local police while on their travels. Uh, if you think, if you remember back in Euro sixteen, Euro twenty sixteen, yeah, uh, both Marseille and Lille were sites of brawls and riots. Even though the Russian hooligans did play a very they big did. part in yep. that, they did. And they did some thing. people did like complain about the police saying that they were a little rough. And even this time too, in Portugal, where the Nations League final was taking place, some people were saying that there were some uh, Portuguese police officers that were just using pepper spray very liberally without really just like thinking. There's like, yep, fuck all you English people. I could see Portuguese people doing that. And so I did see a stat saying that like a lot of people were misreporting on the fact that the English hooligans were causing too much of a scene. But it's just it's just interesting because it's like not no other nationality is getting like lambasted like this in the media yeah. all the time. Um but I don't know, what did you think? Did you see that? Did you think that they were being, I don't know how much you saw, but did you it, think they were being a little crazy? It's tough for me because a little bit of bias comes out because I've seen these, I've seen multiple turns where the English people do this. You know what yep. I mean? So part of me saying like, God damn, these, here go the English again. You're like, <laughs> oh fuck, here we go again. I didn't see anything in the videos that directly made me think like, oh, there it is. There's what they're doing yeah. wrong. It just seemed like they were getting a little rowdy, definitely. Yep. But they weren't doing anything too out of hand but the police clearly come over and you can see them like hey stop or okay boom <laughs> just, the police just started up you know what i mean it almost seems like a case of reputation unfortunately and I exactly and i don't blame them because the english can can cause them problems i mean even in barcelona the liverpool like liverpool fans are there in barca they yeah. they trash the city a little bit yeah i mean you all you have to do is look up a video like it's called the battle of marseille back in 2016 yeah those that russian and english ugly. hooligans man that, that one was, was ugly it's hard to watch those scenes yeah. so like I understand where the reputation yeah. comes from. Police definitely, the police from whatever country the tournaments are being held, definitely go into this knowing, okay, the English play today. They're going to be in the city. Control them. So do I, do I think police have definitely like a lower level of tolerance once it's English fans? A hundred percent. Yeah. And maybe they kind of have to because of the reputation. Uh, yeah. I mean? Oh, it's so difficult. It's so hard. Uh, I, I will, trust me, I, I actually like the England national team a lot right now. They're, they're a very fun team to watch. They're exciting and the fans are yeah, actually getting yeah, yeah. behind the, them. Exactly. Which they haven't done in, in decades. Forever. Like, did you hear the, the thing about Southgate? They interviewed him and they asked him like, oh, like, they, like all the fans were booing, were booing Van Dyke because obviously every everyone who's not a Liverpool fan must hate Van Dyke. He's yep. killing it. I'm good. You know what I mean? I I get at him a lot, but he's killing it in England. He's he's a great center back, probably the best center half in in England right now. Right now, not history, you dickhead. Right, exactly. Right now, I can name at least five better than him. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> but they started booing Van Dyke every time he touched the ball, and they asked Southgate like, "Oh, like like the fans were, were booing Van Dyke. Like, well, what do you think about that?" And Southgate literally says. I'm just glad they're not booing our players. <laughs> Literally said he's like, he's like, he's like, it's nice for them to not be booing their own players this time. Well, because when Gareth Southgate played for England, they used to boo the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so it's like... And all the time, uh, and like, and all like the racial abuse, even in England, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it, it's, he's, he literally like, it's good they're not booing us. Like, sorry, right. Van Dyke, but you got to take the heat so my players don't. I yeah. get that, you know what I mean? No, and, and it's interesting because they did report that 20,000 English supporters were going to Portugal, even though there was only 10,000 tickets allocated yep. for England fans. So it's like, <laughs> it was literally like almost like an English invasion. Yeah. So, so literally half the fans are <laughs> in there like, ah, oh, we're going crazy. And they're like, dude, do something dumb. We're taking your ticket away. And they're like, joke's on you. We don't got one. Because then I think about it. Imagine you're police and you all of a sudden are told, hey, you got to handle a small city coming at you. Like 20,000 people is a lot of people. A lot. Like, a lot. that is a lot of people to try and, like, control and, and try to make sure they don't m murder people. So, it must have been tough, but it's just interesting that this seems to follow the English supporters wherever they may be. 
Uh, the English are really some rowdy bastards, man. I need to go. I need to go. I, yeah, kind of do next next tournament. What's the next one? Oh, Euros. Next Euros twenty twenty, and there's gonna be games in London. Really? I think the final is gonna be at Wembley. I think you're. I, I, Where's the final for the twenty twenty Euros? Why can't question. I remember? Why can't I worth what what country is holding? Why can't I remember? The whole this? continent is I having say, Euro it's a whole thing, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Because I think I just think the I think the final is going to be at Wembley. I, I hope so. Think that'd be pretty dope. This is the qualifiers. Let's what if? See. Oh, if England make that final at Wembley? Oh no! Bye bye, London. Yeah, at yeah. that point, the game's, right? not like, going, the game's not going down. Like the whole the, the city of London is going down. Let's be honest. If oh my god, if England make it to the final, I don't know if they, I don't think England will make it to the final of Euro. But then again, they were finished they're, fourth in the World Cup. They're pretty good. I mean, if you think of teams in Europe that are better than them right now. And maybe the Dutch, and, and maybe, but the French are suffering kind of a hangover. They haven't really been playing they well are, since yeah, winning. The French, meh. Then again, that could just be like, hey, whatever. Like we'll just, you know. Actually, let's be honest. England choke every tournament. Who are really? <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I want them to produce and everything, right? They're probably not. It's hard. Uh, yep. So the final is at Wembley for Euro twenty twenty. That's nuts. Um. Oh, that's pretty cool though. They're gonna have the Olympic Stadium in Rome. The oh, the Olympic Stadium in Baku is hosting a quarterfinal. No way. Yep. Did they not fucking learn? It's not even in Europe. <laughs> it's it's literally barely Europe. Like, stop it. You guys need to stop this. This is gonna be upsetting for Give everyone. Give up on why are we trying to make Baku happen? Fucking UEFA. I hate you all. Oh my goodness. But all right, moving along to our seemingly almost weekly segment. I am now going to start calling FIFA being FIFA. <laughs> the FIFA, the FIFA vice president Ahmad Ahmad, was arrested Terrific name, in by the France. way. Terrific name. He was. It's so Ahmad nice they Ahmad. named him twice. <laughs> <laughs> he is oh, FIFA's God. vice president and also serves as the president of the African Football Confederation. And basically, the quote from this article that I, I found was: "Thursday's arrest is understood to relate to the bribery allegations linked to the 2017 switch that the." African Football Confederation made from its German kit supplier Puma to French company Tactical Steel. Basically, Vice President Ahmad Ahmad was uh, being charged with bribery and basically calling him corrupt. And in a statement by FIFA, they said, FIFA has ta- we have taken note of the alleged events concerning Mr. Ahmad Ahmad, who is being questioned by the French authorities in relation to allegations m- related to his mandate while president of CAF. And so, like, first off, I just want to say that I'm actually impressed by FIFA. Because no other company... And that's a phrase I never thought I'd hear. No, I'd hear, no. I'll say on this show. I am flat out. genuinely impressed I by I never thought FIFA. I'd hear those words. And here's why. I feel like no company has ever had so many arrests and so many corruption charges against it. And they just basically treat it like Tuesday. A normal fucking day. Their, their announcement basically was just like, oh yeah, another person arrested for corruption. And they're just like, yep, we're just going to sweep it under the rug. Like, these dudes were part of one of the biggest corruption scandals in history and had so many of its senior executives arrested, taken, and removed from the game. Yep. Fucking Sepp Blatter is not even allowed in a stadium anywhere in the world. Yet, FIFA just continues to not give a fuck. They're just like, oh, we're just going to keep doing shady shit. Like, this is the vice at, at that, president. At this point, you know how it's funny when the two guys look at each other? Yep. They get rid of one executive, <laughs> bring another one, and they just look at each other like, ah, like, come like, on. Like, literally, like, okay, you get rid of your president, Sepp Blatter, and then you bring in Gianni Infantino, and Infantino's vice president, Ahmad Ahmad, now getting yeah. removed for and being arrested for corruption. Like, it's just like, it doesn't, it, do, it shouldn't surprise me, and it really doesn't surprise me that it's happening. 
it's just so great that like they're they're so great at pretending like their image is now clean. They're just so great at being like, "Ooh, we're just gonna do this. We're fine. We we already took care of all of our corruption." And you're yeah. like, "You know, you didn't. Everybody can still tell you're fucking corrupt. Like, yeah. it's, think, let's talk about Baku. I get that. That's your UEFA, but like." You have oversight over UEFA. Like, shit happens. Exactly. And, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Oh, Mod Mod, why? And, like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I, at this point, like, it's just another one of those stories. That I don't even know if we have to talk too much about it because, to me, I'm just going to chalk it up as another one of those FIFA things. Yeah, because you know it's going to slept on the rug. Somebody will be in his position in the next week, and I'm sure that guy will be taking bribes and some, some sort of scandal and whatever else comes his way. Yep. But... In good news, which is another weird flip from FIFA, uh, now that the Women's World Cup is underway, uh, Gianni Infantino actually last week, and the timing is weird on this because his vice president did get arrested a couple days, so I'm not linking the two, but you make your own conclusions. Gianni I'm, Infantino, I'm linking them. I'm linking them. <laughs> Gianni Infantino came out and uh, basically said that FIFA is pledging to spend 500 million US dollars on in the next four years for the advancement of women's soccer, um, while also announcing a partnership with the UN Women to promote gender equality. So, wow, that's awesome, actually. you know, two really awesome things that the timing is just terrible of. Your vice president yeah. gets arrested for corruption, and so it seems weird that the next time people hear from the president of FIFA is that he's announcing something really good. Again, make your own conclusions about this. But I want to just talk about how cool this is that FIFA's finally fucking paying attention to the World Cup. Yeah. I think that the initial interest in the Women's World Cup has been really pushing them to do this. I feel like they've been seeing a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on the on the show over the past couple months about women's soccer growing so much and getting to the point where it is now that they're like, you know what, maybe we should finally do our jobs. And it, it took them long enough to make that realization, you know yeah. what I mean? You mean maybe the last two tournaments, which are actually very good tournaments? Very good tournaments. Both, both of them very, very good tournaments, but here we are in 2019. They're finally making a move at it, at least. Look at them. <laughs> very, very late in the game, but they're finally <laughs> making an attempt. So uh, I will I will hold my snarky comments back for now and give you a little round of applause. Good let's job, go, FIFA. FIFA. Congratulations. It, it only you took you so long to invest some real money into the women's game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, maybe now, maybe now, I'll just do what you gotta do to get Ada back. Cause I need to see her in the World Cup. Yeah, I think that just kind of has to go down to Norway, though. I think the that, problems I are think with so her. Too. Yeah, I don't think FIFA's doing anything there. Hopefully, yeah. But. but I mean, I will say the world, the Women's World Cup has been successful. Have you watched any of the games over the past weekend? I did. Yep, I watched the Brazil game the other day. Did watch the Brazil game? That was amazing. Yep, that was a good game. Fish I watched. Yanni, I, I watched you. the Australia Italy game. That was a great. Oh, game. I didn't watch that game. It was, that was a it was great game. So Australia was all over Italy. But of course, typical Italy, just men don't break defense. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like the men and the women are just born. If you get a ball to your feet, the first thing you learn is how to defend. Yep. But Australia was all over, and I really thought Australia was going to take it. And the Australian right back made an awful, awful mistake. They passed her the ball. She took a touch that was way too heavy. A touch that even I sat there like, oh, God, what are you doing? And oh, I'm no. no pro, but right. you know what I mean? my touch isn't that heavy. Yeah. So they nicked the ball from her. And Italy scored and make it one one. I think Italy scored, if I'm not wrong, literally like the 90 second minute to win. Italy ended, yeah, and then they won it. They they overturned it two to one. Yeah, that's yep. wild. So Australia literally key key term here, key phrase is Italy can hold five level. You know what I mean? Yep. They, Australia attacked, 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 and looked like they had it, but last second gets scored. They on. Lost, and that's what you do. If you don't score, you get scored on, folks. Yep. But going back to the Brazil game, uh, Cristiani became the oldest player both. 
uh, either female or male to score a hat trick in a World Cup, that beating dope. Cristiano's re- uh, record. She is Yo. about a she when she finished her hat trick yesterday. It was she's thirty four years old in like a hundred and something days. Cristiano Ronaldo's hat trick at the twenty eighteen World Cup. He was yep. thirty three years old in something. So she became the oldest professional player, either men or women, to score a hat trick in a World wow, Cup. That's dope. But Cristiano's like in Spain, right? It was against yeah 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 the port yep that game against Spain right where De Gea was playing and he now no longer holds the number one spot for Spain. That's a topic for another time. But yeah, <laughs> that one hurt. <laughs> it's not my uh, fault. He sucks right now. Yeah, he really suffered a World <laughs> Cup hangover. Not even like a pretty. For real. He suffered a season hangover. The World Cup wasn't great either. Oh yeah, man. No, that's super. Look, Shani did that. I, I didn't know that fact. I didn't know the Formiga in her seventh World Cup. Oh yeah. Okay, guys. So this is another fun one. Brazil has a player who holds the record for the most appearances in a World Cup. Her name is Formiga, which means ant in Portuguese, <laughs> and she has appeared in seven. World Cups. That's a lot. Yes. Some players are lucky to make one. And think about this. Women's World Cup, to, like women's football today is, even though it's been slow to get here, it is miles better than it was, what, seven times four? 28 years ago? <laughs> yeah. 28 years ago, this woman was playing in a World Cup? I think her first one from that one was 93. Oh I my saw. God. So like the second one that they ever ha- had. Something like that, yeah. Wow. Was it 93? Maybe if I checked that, I might be wrong there. But, but either way, that's yeah. still crazy. I think they've only had like nine World, eight World Cups, nine World Cups yeah, for the women. So she's played in like 80% <laughs> of World Cups at this point. And so like, that's actually just incredible in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Mata didn't play this game. That oh, they I saw won. Do you see the Do you see the little the social media post the Orlando Pride did? No, they put like the, the picture of like the Brazil game score like mm. 3-0, and they put now just a Ma- imagine when Mata comes back and oh, I was like yep. oh. Uh, but then the other good games, uh, so I watched the Norway Nigeria game. I felt bad. I didn't it was, see that one. How was it? It was all right. It was like I think it's Nigeria's first or second World Cup. I don't know how many how often yeah. they've participated, but. Norway just outclassed them in every regard. Like I could see that. Every single step, I Norway just that. looked better. I saw the Argentina women, and uh, it's escaping who they played, but they tied nil-nil. Uh, Japan, and so everybody was That's applauding was. them because Japan Japan's is killer. Good. Yeah, yeah Japan's a very good team. They won the 2015 World Cup, so it's mm-hmm. like, and they have a lot of the similar players, I believe. Yeah. No, 2011. No? 2011 World Cup. Was I apologize, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. 2011 they won, and then 2015, 2015 was, was the US. Um, and US plays tomorrow, so... Let's go, girls. Let's do it. I'm excited as fuck for tomorrow's game. Different I've been way. I've been pumped. I Same. mean, like there've been good games that I've watched. Uh, I watched the second half of the France game mm-hmm. on Friday too. So like, been following a, mo- a majority Same. of the games that I could. I didn't get to watch the France one. Unfortunately, I was at a wedding, folks. But I got to watch the England game. The England women look good. Dude, I heard. I didn't get to watch that one either. They played what yesterday? They played Scotland yesterday. Yep. Yeah, I was, so I was driving back from the wedding, and I, I from what I read, they were looked very, very they good. They're one of the favorites it. to win, or they're up there with the favorites. Which is interesting because like. Not many people were talking about them, you know, four years back. And right. so they've really revamped their whole lineup and their whole setup for the England women, and they're mm-hmm. looking good. And Phil Neville is in charge, which is I think that's freaking super dope. dope. I think it's super dope. Um, on the record, while we're on the podcast, I have a question for you. Who do you think will be the Women's World Cup final, the two teams? The two teams I don't need a winner. Final? I just want to know who you think your two teams in the final will be. Obviously, it's tough as group stage. You don't know who will get mixed. Yeah, and it's, it's hard how it's going to get mixed up exactly. towards the end. Exactly. So I'll, we'll take your we'll take the guests here with a grain of salt. But I'm just curious who you think the two teams will make it. The two teams, like if if we disregarded how the bracket works right, out right. or something like that, I think the final that I think I would want to see the most. So don't get me wrong, I haven't seen Germany play yet, so I'm going to exclude them from my thinking in this one. Even though I think they could have a re- they have they, a really good I actually squad. Watched the German game too. They played really really well. 
they just do they're ripping shots and like the goalies are making dumb like crazy saves like very very good saves or they were just skying the ball. Mm, okay, they were all over them. And the moment it looked like the moment they scored, they looked at each other and said, "Okay, we got the goal. We're up one 0 Just control this game." And gotcha. They literally just controlled the ball, hmm. didn't let the other team get too crazy with it. Every time the other team got the ball, they kept their shape and they played smart. Yes. They didn't play great, but they played smart. Mm-hmm. So they looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. What I would love to see as a final, even though I don't know if it'll happen, I would love to see a USA-Brazil final. Ooh. So here's the thing about that. I think Mahta deserves a World Cup. She has she holds the record for the most consecutive like Ballon d'Ors for a woman. Yeah. She is literally one of the like in she's one of the best women players in history. And I think she needs a World Cup to really finalize that that legacy of hers. I don't disagree with you. That that's actually a good shout. So and this Brazil team, okay, I get it. They weren't playing probably the best opposition yesterday, mm-hmm. but just the fact that like I I want to see Mahta get a World Cup. I think that would be perfect to to like bookend her career. Like she's been so great her whole she career, has, she done she's been so a much. Brilliant servant to the country, flat out. And it's just like, I really, really want her to get a World Cup. <laughs> now, I'm in a weird position because I support both the women, the U.S. women's team and the Brazil's women's team. Mm-hmm. I don't support the U.S. men's team because fuck that. I've always supported Brazil. And you're but, Brazilian male. I'm sorry. If you have your choice between the U.S. men's and Brazilian men's, you support them. And my earliest memory of soccer is supporting the, the Brazilian national team when they won the 2002 right, World right. Cup. So, like, I'm not even Brazilian. I've just grown up around <laughs> Brazilians my whole life. And if they play each other, I'm pulling up with a Brazil jersey like, let's go, boys. Yeah, and so I don't know. I want and okay. I'm selfish. I want to see Brazil win another World Cup. Who knows if the men that. are ever going to win another? World yeah, Cup. I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. <laughs> but on the other side, the U.S. women, it would just be amazing to see them win another World Cup. Just because, fuck right, it. Why not? Because why not? They just and just prove to the world that they deserve equal pay. Have it be another push for that. Right. That right. that charge. That what they want to change. You know. Mm-hmm. But okay. So then. If that doesn't happen, I would love to see a. I would love to see England make a final too. That's mine. Yeah, England USA. That's what I want to see. England and USA I, would be dope. And I hope, I hope the England fans get behind that team. Oh my god! Man, I would love to see how rowdy that gets. I, I think it'd be one of those things. I I feel like the English. I don't know if it's not. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not a sexist comment. I think that it's like. They were so hard to get behind their own men's team that it took an actual campaign by the FA with social media influencers yeah. to change people's perception on the English men's national team. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has carried over into supporting the women's team, especially because they were never all that great. Women's football has right. taken a really long time to grow in England, but now it is growing. Because even club teams, like all, all, almost every club, I, I want to say it's every top club flight has I think a team. They they're forced, have yeah, they're one, forced yeah. to, if I'm not wrong. At this point. But, but they're man, finally... So, the I, I think the Chelsea women's team is supported very well by, by yeah. Chelsea fans and the club itself yep. and the players. Mm-hmm. David Luiz is frequently at games, practices, always posting stuff on social media about yep. the women's team. John Terry, I, I, I think, is part like has something to do managerial-wise with the team. Interesting. Whether he's an owner or something like that. Yeah. But John Terry is a, is, has some sort of say in the in the Chelsea women's team. Right. Or at least he had it while he was at the club. Yeah. So the, the women's team are finally supporting England, and I would love to see that support carry over to the World Cup. And, you know, England did win the She Believes Cup last year. Right, right. Or this year, earlier this year. I forget when it was. But it's that cup that they host in the U.S. where uh, it's almost like a small little tournament against some of the best women's sides on the planet. Yeah. And they did win it. And it was like, it's a very competitive tournament. It's not a friendly tournament. It's super competitive. And England actually won that tournament. 
So yeah. they they have been on the rise, and some of their players are just phenomenal. Like they're just so good. Yeah, that are. game yesterday against Scotland, both sides are technically advanced. Like they're both very very good technically. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, England were just battering Scotland, but then Scotland came back and they were playing really well too. Um, yeah, I, I, people were saying that too. Like, the Scotland was very. Well. I, was, I was kind of surprised. I was like, right. I, I don't think surprised to see the Scotland woman in the World Cup. No offense yep. to, to that team. Just don't. But mostly I, because Scotland. Put, when does Scotland make the men's World Cup? Exactly, and that's kind of where it comes from. Women's women's team wise, I'm a little ignorant with the Scotland team. Gonna be honest, I don't know too much about them. I know that there's two players who play for them. Who play for Man United. Oh, didn't even know that. Yep. See, all, all I know, Kirsty Smith and oh my god, I forget her the other girl's name. But, all I know is I'm all aboard the Fran Kirby hype train. Yep. And Ron Cabay. <laughs> uh, no, and it was it was a really good game. I, I think in the England women, I'm excited to keep watching them. I same, think they have a very same. good squad. I would love to see them in a final against the U.S. women. I think that would be a great okay, one. Okay, so now take it a step further. What's your prediction for the final score of the final between the U.S. women and the England women? And the England women, I would say U.S. women would win 3-1. 3-1? Mm-hmm. I think we, I'm going to say we, I, we, are, we are just a little too strong for, for them. I want to disagree with, with you, the but one I goal being Frank Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to disagree with you, but I can't. The U.S. Yeah. women are just too good. I think I just don't see any team stopping us from putting up at least three. Yep. And we're just good that like if a team can mash the three goals, okay, cool, good job, you did. I just don't think a team can. No, and I think that the the U.S. women have such depth. If one of the players is hurt, they have plenty of players to fill exactly. in that that, that exactly. spot. They can put a player in and without. Almost without skipping a beat. I really do think that the strength in this U.S. women's team is the depth. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe the team the team is, I think, one of the oldest in the tournament on average age. But even mm. so, they, you know... Yeah. They, Although I will say, I'm pretty sure Sweden's in our group, if I'm not wrong. In yeah. Group group. I can't wait to see that game. We both I looked it up and, I, and we play... Both teams play the other two teams in the group. So leading into that third game, it should oh, be wow. both on six points yep. and should be a fight for first place. Oh, Again, wow. should be. We'll see what happens because yep. it's not played on paper. It's played on the field. Yep. But it could be interesting because that Sweden team is very They good. are also very good. Very good. And I'll have to take a guess at my final prediction, I guess. Yeah, Brazil-USA, Brazil, what do you think the score would be? USA wins 4 nothing. unfortunately. <laughs> like, I, I, I want like I want nothing I more. I was waiting for you to be like, oh, Brazil 3,000, but let's be real I here. want more than anything for Brazil. But again, like I just said, be, it's played on the field. It's a World Cup. on paper. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You could say you could say 4-0, and guess what, that game, let's say we get that final, shit, it could be, could be 3-0, 3-1, 3-2 Brazil. You never know. Yeah. Maybe Mata gets a lucky bounce or two. Maybe she just absolutely... Goes past a couple players. You never know. Yeah. And the thing about this Brazil team is that they do have experience. But they do. And again, it doesn't really matter because the experience on the U.S. women's team is without question. You're right. You're right. So. But either, eh. either of those two finals we just said, I would love to see. Okay. So let's play another game. Okay. Let's remove the U.S. women from both of our finals oh. and call it England-Brazil. If that ever happens, what who would win that? England-Brazil? Yeah. The country who invented football versus the country who perfected it. Oh. <laughs> Um, this is a lot tougher than I thought it would be. I'm leaning Brazil. Just because I feel like the Brazilian women will have a little more passion to win it. Not, I'm not saying the, that the England women don't have passion or anything like that. They are clearly going to give it their 110%. But the Brazilian women just... I don't know. Something in me just feels like they would win it. So the way I look at both teams is I think that Brazil has very strong individual players like Mata and even Cristiano who was phenomenal. Yeah. They have very big standout players 
But overall, I think the strength of the, the squad of England is a little bit better. I feel like all of the England women's team, like players, all of them play in big clubs. They all, I think, like I said, I think that they have a better team overall than Brazil does. Mm-hmm. But Brazil has the standout players. And yeah. like that, that would basically be like comparing like, I'm trying to find the equivalent, like a team that has Chris, like Messi. We'll call Brazil Barcelona, where yeah. there's a clearly like, especially Barcelona of right now, where they have a huge big standout in Messi, but the rest of their squad isn't as great it has as it has been right. in past seasons. Right, right. I'm not saying that they're bad or anything. Versus like, oh god, I was gonna say Liverpool, but I don't want to do that to myself. Oh yeah, oh. you know what? Let's just scrap this whole yeah, thing. The moment you said Liverpool, yeah, it just, the podcast just feels dirty. Yeah, now. <laughs> you know what? Backing it up, leaving it alone. Yeah, I think that England has a better squad overall, but Brazil has the standout players. Exactly. I think it so would be. It, it, it's your typical argument of of individual talent versus a team, right? Typically, teams typically teams win. Yeah. The team the the overall better team. But Brazil has the individual talent and a pretty damn good team to they back it up. They're not team. bad by yeah, now. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying it's Mata versus, versus Eleven. Right. It's Mata who's the stand who will probably the best player on the pitch. Pretty uh, on good. any given game, yeah, really. Yeah, on any given game, pretty much. She's the best player on the pitch. And a very solid team behind her versus a equally, maybe a little more solid England team. Yeah, I'd love to see it. So the the question is, is does Mata's individual brilliance bring that team up just a notch above England's? Or does England team win? That's the final that we hopefully see. I want to say it would be a 3-2 final with Brazil edging England out. I agree. I think it would be 3-2. Mata two goals. Kashiani one goal. Frank Kirby two goals. Look at that. Dope. All right. Cool. Now, we'll play the hypothetical. See what happens with this tournament. And exactly. if, we're, if we're by some weird miracle correct... I don't even know. I don't. Yep. yep. I'm just gonna pat myself on the back. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Catch us back next week. We'll do another Women's World Cup rundown. <laughs> we'll keep just going week by week while the Women's World Cup's going on. Uh, but if you're not watching the Women's World Cup, you're an idiot. Yeah. This stuff do is yourself good. a favor. Seriously, it's, it's on early in the morning. What else are you fucking doing? Oh, you're at the office doing work. You know, have you ever heard of streaming on your phone? Reddit streams. Come on, man. Ugh. Come on. If you're not watching it, tweet, you disgust me. If you're not watching, tweet it. at us. I will send your Reddit links for every game. Okay. <laughs> Straight shoot, up. Shoot the tweets. Gotcha. All right, guys. As always, thanks for listening. We always appreciate you. Let us know what you think. Do you think Nay's Nay's case and injury is a good thing for him? Do you think it's a negative? Do you think his career is heading towards the gutter? What do you think about him, about the priceless name Ahmad Ahmad? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is going on there? Obviously, FIFA has a lot on their plate, but piggybacking off that what do you think about them investing in the women's game as well you know what i mean it's something we've all called for for a while and it's finally happening folks thank you and of course the england hooligans can't ever forget about them guys but definitely let us know what you think let us know if you agree with me disagree with louis hell if you agree with both of us and just want to talk about how we're all the geniuses <laughs> let's talk about it once again thanks for listening guys we always appreciate it